Steven Jill here. Howdy. Welcome to the House Academy Show, entertaining real estate investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butala. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today, Jill and I talk about current markets, how current market stats support massive foreclosures at the end of 2020. Again, Again. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> This, I what is it about this, this type of show that just, oh. no, you're not into it? Well, I read this stuff. I do this stuff. You know, it's just painful for me to talk about. You know, I'd rather read it, get the answers, and move on. It's like you revel in it. There's things I that do. See, that's the thing. It's just me. I revel in it. See, you I need do. to know why. You roll around in it. Yep. You love on it. You spend your day on it. And I that's do. okay. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's just not me. It's this just is why because it's so profitable. We're a good team. This is why I have you. And there's a reason why you have me. You and stats don't talk on the phone, don't communicate, you don't send emails. I do with my properties and the sellers. So, and what the do buyers. you think, like, just for fun here, what do you think this show should, you know, how would you write this title to make it, you know, a huge uh, a topic, uh, interest, a topical interest for you? Oh, the. Just, using yeah, the, same, like, the same topic, the yeah, same... like we know that, we all know, and we'll get okay. into it here in a second, but we all know. Here's what I would write. The end is coming. <laughs> <laughs> Don't miss it. <laughs> Don't miss the boat. <laughs> end is coming. Don't miss the boat. P.S. Stats will tell you when. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, so you just want to make everything a little bit more cute. Yeah. Well, but then I would still talk about it like that. I would still say, look... I don't need to bore you with the details. I will cut to the chase. And then what's cut to the chase for us? Watch what happens in fourth quarter. Or and, and you whatever. don't want to tell them the, you don't want to tell them why you got to this conclusion. No, or... they trust me. <laughs> oh my God, Jill. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what? You can you too can read the 161 page report I posted, or you can listen for 10 minutes. Okay. Well, let's, you know, we'll do, make okay. it, make, remember, remember make the it Wall Street then. Journal, remember how I, it's still like I, should, that. I know I should get that, darn it. I should get a subscription to the Wall Street Journal online because I remember seriously as a kid, I ordered and got the Wall Street Journal paper because I loved it. Who doesn't love 60 words or less about the topic? And, and I think, didn't they have a thing in there too? Or it was like, I'm sure it was, there's a page and had every state listed and there was one paragraph. That's yeah, USA Today. Okay, that was. But it. they're no, both, um, they're both similar for similar yeah. formats. I like. Okay, well, I like the USA Today version of that too. Where it's like every state, one paragraph about what's going on. You know that both of those papers are written in so an eighth grader. It's written in eighth grade English. Why are you telling me that? Just because I and I think that that's how people understand stuff. Me included. <laughs> I did not know that. That's an. That's an interesting piece of data. The Wall Street Journal was way, way older. I had a buddy who used to say, uh, when people asked him what he did for a living, he said, I'm a photographer for, for the Wall Street Journal. And people would say, oh, that's cool. Because <laughs> 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 oh. you've ever read the paper once, and there I don't really know if this are is no still pictures. true. There's no pictures. It's just drawings and etchings. I love that. <laughs> oh, I'm going to use that one. That's really good. <laughs> he said like 95% of the people would say, great, man, that's awesome. That's that must cool. be a cool job. But then the 5% are just, it's a crack up. Just like you reacted. <laughs> that's good. I'm totally going to use that one. I love it. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the houseacademy.com online community. It's free. Byron wrote, hi, I got a signed offer back in. I'm still confused about what the BOG 
does. Things are really moving in this area. Should I do it myself? Okay, let me uncrypt this question. Okay. Um, he, Byron probably sent out a bunch of offers to buy people's houses. Probably for about 60 to 80% of what he thinks the retail value is right now. He got one signed back. Obviously thinks it's probably a pretty good deal. And he's using BOG here. Uh, it's an acronym for boots on the ground. And so what we teach in our program, in the House Academy program, is to get somebody or do it yourself that does all the work. So you brought the deal in, you either have the financing or you're gonna put the financing together uh, in the form of a partnership or hard money or however you do it to buy the house for cash. Well, there's a lot, turns out there's a lot of stuff to do, like go through the house, uh, meet the inspector there, Arrange look at the, the inspector. Uh, turn utilities on and off. There's just stuff to do. Um, probably meet with the seller. You know, the, you have a signed contract. You really need to go meet with the seller, sit down at their with a cup of coffee at their table and say, this is how my process goes. Um, I'm glad you agreed to the price. Is there anything crazy going on in the house? So there's a, mm -hmm. a lot more stuff to do than there is with the land deal just because of the, the real estate aspect of it. So there's pros and cons with land and houses. Uh, land, houses can be, I call it, just hitting single after single after single, 20 to 40,000 bucks over and over again. And with land, you can, uh, as Jill described yesterday, you know, you can hit stand-up doubles and triples regularly, mm -hmm. money-wise, in percentage. So his question is, he's confused about what the BOG does, and I think I answered that. Or okay, go ahead. I want to add, like, the BOG, you should be the decision maker and the check writer, um, and the BOG is just doing all the, all the, taking care of all the ons and ends and all the physical stuff. So if you do it right, that's like we do it. We, have, we can buy and sell properties easily in other states because the BOG is the one doing everything on the ground. Heaven forbid that the weeds get, our weeds need to be trimmed or something like that, whatever. The BOG will actually physically go do it or hire somebody to do it, you know, kind of thing. That's really, that's really their job. You know, my test for it is, if you're leaving your desk, when I get up from my desk, it better be to get a sandwich or, or something, but it better not be for business reasons. Because it's inefficient. <laughs> this is all, I mean, and this is it's all true. businesses. Uh, whether it's you know a, a pizza place or um, buying and selling real estate or anything, so a lot of people in the beginning of their career have a tough time with that because they they're so used to micromanaging everything, and yep. so you need to spend more time at your desk hiring or finding the right boots on the ground to do all this work and cutting them in on the deal. And it's a lot. I'm making it sound easy. It's hard. Mm -hmm. it, they're doing the stuff that a real estate agent is supposed to do. And in fact, I would start, but if you need to find BOG, I would actually try to get a real estate agent, um, a good one who's proven themselves in the market and proven themselves uh, by their completed sales in the market recently, because they're probably gonna know what to do. They're gonna, they, they will know if they need a locksmith and all that stuff. And They'll know how to stage a house. And if you, yeah, perfect, Joe. That kind of thing. And, and if you end up, end up listing it, uh, which we are that's more and more part often of the doing, deal. then then that's that's part of it. But, I would do that. But you know, th there's a lot of real estate agents, the vast majority of them, who have the same concept that I do that they don't want to leave their desk, and that's not who you want to hire. You want uh, a busybody, uh, totally social, so, uh, constantly on the phone, uh, go getter, with a proven track record. So I'm not saying that's the only place to do it. We've had very successful BOGs that are real estate agents and very successful ones that are. IT people, they just mm -hmm. love they love the real estate part of it, but you have to love the real estate part of it, which I don't. 
I love the data part of it. We understand that. <laughs> Should you do it yourself? I think I just answered that emphatically no. Yeah. But you might want to the first couple of deals do it yourself. I so wouldn't then, mind. then you can decide you, that you don't ever want to do it again. Well if you did a couple just to get your feet wet and understand the process and create your own system, get get to know the inspector that you like and things like that. So that way when you do have your BOG you can hand them a checklist and say, here you go. I just did three of them. Follow these ten steps. Right. Done. Today's topic current market stats support massive foreclosures at the end of twenty twenty. This is why you're listening if you're not Jill. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Here's the deal. I'm going to throw one stat out there. There's a million stats that I can throw out there. I'm going to make this crazy simple, and then you decide for yourself. 30% of the people who have mortgages in this country are either in forbearance or foreclosure at this moment. And it's, what's the date today? June 25th, 2020. Let that sink in for a second. 30%. That's a lot. 50% of the houses in this country have a mortgage. Oh, I guess guess it's not going to be one stat. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to point out what you just said. This, This is what sings to me. 50% of houses have a mortgage. I always pick out the positive. (laughs) 50% of them don't have a mortgage. People often are shocked by this when we talk about houses. We send out offers to buy houses where there is no mortgage. And people go, well, who are those people? And I say, tell me about your parents. Oh, they they paid off their house two years ago. I'm like, duh. Well said, Joe. Well, they're on my list. They're like, oh, gosh, I guess you're right. Hello. There are so many people out there, you know. So this is a... You know, not what this show is about, but you know, one of the great things about houses is there are a lot that are paid for. You don't even realize how many. So when we send out these offers, we really are dealing with a person. We're not dealing with a bank, and that makes me so happy. How many houses are there in the- in, in the country right now? I like this. Ninety-five million. There are ninety-five million. Oh, I guess that's the third stat. <laughs> so, 45, words, I guess. 45 million <laughs> or 46 or some a very close number to that. You know, half of 95 have a mortgage and 30% of those, 30% of uh, 40 is 10 about. That's 25. So, about 12 to 15 million properties houses are not paying. They had didn't pay this month. How do you, Steve, how do we identify these properties? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> and do you want to single those out anyway? Because the bank, you're going to have to deal with the bank on that. This is true. So there's a lot of ways to skin this thing. This is true. My way, my data way, and it's been proven since the early 90s, is to send everybody a letter who doesn't have a mortgage and let them figure it out themselves. Talk about efficiency and not leaving your desk. You know, you send out 10,000 letters, it's going to cost you like five grand. 10,000 letters, you're going to buy three houses-ish mm-hmm. right now. If you make 25,000 bucks a house, which is a low number, you spent $5,000 to make $75,000. I can do that. That makes sense. Okay. The statistics are only getting better and better and better for us, us house and land investors. These numbers are they are getting worse and worse and worse. And it's not 
Oh, those poor people can't afford it. Maybe the house numbers of oh, what, what's happening to the to the yeah. foreclosure and stuff. Got it. And it's not a version of this. Oh, those four poor people, you know, they lost their jobs and they can't pay. That is certainly part of this, and that's terrible. But what you're doing is saving them from going through a foreclosure process mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, you're, you, the, if they are of the right mind to receive help, mm-hmm. your help, then, you know, in exchange for some equity in the house, so, you know, it, then, yeah, that's, it's a positive thing. What's really going on, in my opinion, this is not even close to one stat. It's a lot of stats. <laughs> What's really going on is that the tele- people on the TV. I'll be over here. <laughs> the people on the TV told you it's okay not to pay your mortgage. Yeah. It's okay to say, I'm in forbearance and uh, I'm not going to pay my mortgage for a few months, even though I have a job. When it's just hack it on to the end of my mortgage, it's fine. Believe me, it's not going to be fine. It's so much more expensive to pay all that interest for, let's say, 15 to 30 years. Who wouldn't want to have an easy out, not have to deal? That's I look at it that way. If it was me and the writing's on the wall, hey, baby, we're going to hang out of this house as long as we can. I'm not sure what's going to happen to our credit. I'm not sure what we're going to get out of it. If anything, I'm not sure about the situation, but we're going to write it out. And it's going to be a paperwork, phone call nightmare so this is all going to end to wrap this topic up this I forbearance want that. and for, i agree with you on a personal level yeah this forbearance right now it, the federal government has issued uh instructions to banks that it's not okay to foreclose on properties they put a i don't know what the correct legal term is but a stay a moratorium a stop. or something yeah a moratorium maybe yeah. and so people are living in their houses for free indefinitely right now until the people on the tv say oh no, it's okay for you to foreclose now. Would that be it Ernie be and Bert? A deluge, a waterfall of for massive foreclosures. Probably, uh, I believe personally that this administration is waiting after this election. They can't lose. This administration can't lose by saying, you don't have to pay your mortgage right now. Vote for me. And then so if they win the election, they can say, see, I'm awesome. You don't have to pay your mortgage. If they lose the election, the person who takes over in uh, next year, early of next year, is going to deal with deal with the yeah. deci- those that decision. So it's a no lose situation, uh, and probably if you're into that kind of thing, uh, uh, you know, good politics. No, I don't care if you're right or left. It's it's really hard to argue with trying to win an election. That's what they want to do. So, who wins in this? Us. Us listening. Us. Land investors are in-house yeah. investors. Mm-hmm. So stock, get your get your investors in order. Get your uh, get yourself educated about how to send these mailers out because yep. it's coming. You know, and our numbers are our land. I call it mailer yield, and and beyond mailer, you know, for X amount of offers you send out, you get a deal. Not only is our mailer yield up, but the amount of money that we're making per deal is dramatically up. And this is going to stop for at least 24 months. I think for houses, it's going to go out a lot longer. Thank you. I, I Side note, I'm trying to imagine. I got to say this. We're talking about this. You talk about the people on TV and what they tell you to do. I would like to see Ernie and Bert. No, I'm not kidding. Like, I think we should like talk come up about with their a, mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> or give advice to each other about what to do. Yeah. That would be so funny. You know? <laughs> Could you wow, imagine? Can you, can you imagine a whole Sesame Street all about 
foreclosures or or what's coming or something. You're just talking about the mortgage. What if we got puppets made out of you and I? How funny would that be? Like Muppets. Oh, can we I mean, do we that? We did a whole course. Who can do that? Who oh, do we I'm know? Sure of it. If you're oh, a puppet maker, please email me. Please let us know. We'll do a whole show like oh, that. Oh, we'll do a puppet show. That would be. A, <laughs> would that not be funny? <laughs> it'd be. It'd be a good change up too. Do a little, little. Oh, I would. For think, the seven people who listen to this show, they would be real entertaining. All right, now I'm into it. I'm totally into it. We'll. we'll do, <laughs> maybe that'll be our Friday shows. All right, we'll do our regular, and then the Friday shows will be the puppet version of Stephen and Jill talking about it. In Sesame Street oh, form. You know what? Actually, I think this adapt should be good for I think it would like a little that. bit entertaining. That would be really good. Right, right, like, would you buy this week? I can get puppets made yeah. of us. That would be cool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I always give myself stuff to do. This is so cute. <laughs> Happy you could join us today. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we are here on the House Academy Show, at least this week. And Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, we are on the Land Academy Show. Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy Show is called why we have stopped yelling at title agents to close faster. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. I'm going to listen on this show. Then tomorrow, I'm the listener. Okay. And the, not yelling at title agents results in not yelling at each other. <laughs> <laughs> of all the stuff that we could dream up about yelling at each other, title agents is like the last on the exactly. list. Exactly. <laughs> We're both on the same page there. <laughs> The House Academy Show remains commercial-free for you, our loyal listener. So wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, please subscribe and rate us there. We're Stephen Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property.